Good morning, good evening, wherever you are. I know we have people watching from all over the world, which is so, so crazy. Um, we're live on YouTube right now on Facebook. And people on TikTok, appreciate you joining me. So what are we what are we talking about today? What are you going to get today? Well, I sent out an email late last night. Um, and it was titled, uh, 200 people in 40 days. I've spoken with 200 people in 40 days, all about helping them get clear on their purpose in life, helping them create a plan to live that purpose, um, and giving them the actions they need to take, uh, so they can get what they want in their life. Um, so if you're joining me because you've seen that email, I really, really appreciate you. All right. Hold on. Let's make sure. Can you guys hear me? Can you see me? You got, can, can you guys hear me, though? That's some people. It says my mic is muffled. How about now? Okay, perfect. All right. I think it's the tripod I was using, which is why you can't on TikTok. There we go. Okay. So let's do this one more time. Uh, 200 people in 40 days. 200 people in 40 days. How many people have spoken with 200 people in 40 days? For almost an hour. <laughs> Most of the time it was an hour. So anyways, uh, three things. One, helping them get clear on their purpose in life. Two, giving them a plan to actually do it. Um, and then three, help them understand the actions they need to take, the changes they need to make in their subconscious mind to just really pull it all off. So anyways, if you're joining us today, we're going to lay out those steps again, very simply. For you to get what you want in your life. And step number one to that process is getting clear on what your purpose is. Now before I get into the exact steps that we're going to be talking about today and laying out exactly what you should be doing so you can get what you want in your life, I think it's very important that we ask this question. Well, you should be asking yourself this question. Um, why do you want to change your life right now? Why does it have to happen right now? Why don't you just keep waiting? I want you guys to give me some answers in the comment section. What's going to happen if you keep waiting? If you keep doing what you've been doing, what's going to happen in your life in the next year? in the next couple of years, if you keep doing what you're doing today, I want you to think about what will happen in the next couple of years, uh, in, in the next few years, 10 years, what will happen with, with you and your family? How will that impact your family life if you don't do anything? We're, we're starting hot today, guys. 
what's going to happen to your health if you don't make a change today, starting today? If you keep doing what you've been doing, what's going to happen with your family life? What's going to happen with your health? What's going to happen with your money? Now, this isn't to scare anyone, but this question is powerful. I think it's really important that you ask yourself this repeatedly. Why? Because the only way you're truly going to change anything in your life, well, I find that the only way somebody is going to change their life in general, um, it's only going to happen one of two ways. One, they're going to be... They're, they're going to get to a point where they're really dissatisfied. How do you get there? You keep asking yourself that question. What's going to happen if I don't change right now? Why, why must I change right now? Why do I have to do it right now? To build up that dissatisfaction, that emotion that you start to experience and you say, hey, you know what? I'm done. That's it. No going back. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Or the second scenario, um, you hit rock bottom. And again, I don't wish that upon anybody. But for some people out there in the world, that's exactly what they need in order to finally make a change. So if you don't start to make a change, let's look at the different areas of your life. Your family life, your career or business life, your health your finances, your own personal development. What's going to happen to each areas? Uh, well, what's going to happen to the different areas of your life if you don't make a change? Here's another great question to ask yourself. And I really want you guys to think about this. How are you supposed to get what you want if you don't change your mindset. Like how does the math add up on that? How are you going to get what you deserve? How are you going to get the things that you love? How are you going to love your life? How are you going to be able to love yourself? If you don't change your mindset. Right? If you don't start living with the purpose. How, I mean, how does that, how is it going to happen? Let me tell you guys a quick story about my sister. Phenomenal story, by the way. Sister is two years older than me. She's She passed away last year during Thanksgiving. She She's just like me, actually. Same personality, same interest, same talents. We both have the same mother who was a drug addict. Here's the difference. I spent almost a year. Now, before I get into that, I would probably say what year will this have been? I want to say the year was probably 2018 when she started asking me for money. Now, my sister was a very smart woman. She graduated with honors from UCLA. <clears throat> uh, but that was quite some time ago. Um, and she was kind of hopping around jobs. And what she really wanted to be, 
what what she really wanted to do in her life was to become a sommelier. I guess that's a person who's an expert in wine. Something like that. Um, but she can never bring herself to do the training and actually become a sommelier. She couldn't do it. So, why is that? Because her mindset was not there. Now, let me tell you the, the rest of the story. Um, she comes to me in 2018 asking for money. Actually, this was 2019, asking me for money. Because she can't pay her rent for whatever reason. I guess wherever she worked, they had closed down and etc. etc. So I say, all right, cool. Fine. So I give her the money. Well, six months later, she's asking me for more money again. And now I'm thinking to myself, all right, what's really going on? I get it. We've all need help. We all need help. I'm I'm not saying that's an issue. So when it keeps happening, then it's an issue. So I I start asking more questions like, all right, well, what what I mean, what what's going on? You know, just oh, it's just a tough time having a hard time finding a job. So I give her a little bit of money this time. Now roll around to the pandemic. Pandemic hits in 2020. So whatever job she had that was done with. So of course she comes back to me and she says, "Can I borrow some more money?" And I'd already promised myself that I wasn't going to do it. Because I knew if I kept doing that, she would just keep doing the same thing. I don't believe she was into drugs or anything like that. I just believe she had the wrong mindset. And she wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing. So I gave her an alternative. I said, listen, instead of me giving you the money, excuse me. Instead of me giving you the money, why don't you just become my client and I coach you? And you learn how to change your mindset. Now, trying to tell somebody to change their mindset when they can't pay the rent in their mind, that doesn't make any sense. Because their basic needs are not taken care of. Now, remember... This is 2022 pandemic before they came out with all the stimulus checks and the paying for people's rent. So that that's before that. So that first year, um, a lot of people uh, were struggling with their rent and some people were actually still being evicted. It, it wasn't until later in 2020 and 2021 that they stopped allowing that to happen. Anyways, so... Um, where was I? Oh yeah. So I told her, Hey, why don't I just coach you? And instead of giving you the money, because if I give you the money, it doesn't really solve the problem. I'll even help you find a job. And of course I was asking her, well, what do you really want to do? And she told me again, she wanted to be a Somalia. And I said, well, what's the one thing you should be doing to make that happen? And she said, oh, well, I just need to go to the the training, the school. All right, so when is it? Oh, well, it's I could go this December. This was like in March or April I talked to her. All right, well, do you you have the money? Yeah, I I can get the money for that. It's not that much. All right, cool. Well, excuse me, guys. Um, 
she never went. She never became a client. She never took the mindset stuff seriously. Um, and so 2021 rolls around. And, and by the way, throughout the entire year of 2020, I'm calling her every week. I'm like, hey, listen, I don't even care if you can't pay me to be a coach or a mentor for you. Just do the just do the coaching with me. You know, like screw the money. I just want to help you. So I would call her every week. How's it going? Have you been doing what we talked about you were going to do, et cetera, et cetera. And um, no, she wasn't. So as time went on, she stopped answering my calls and she stopped calling me. And then 2021 rolls around and I haven't heard from her. So the last the last time I hear from her, she went to Texas because this we're in California, by the way, to see our grandmother. And make a long story short so we can kind of wrap this story up. Um, she ends up coming back sometime in November because she told everybody she would be living in Texas. So she came back to California without really telling anybody. She stayed at her friend's house. Her friend went out of town. Her friend came back and then uh, saw her, I guess, dead on the couch. And we never really got the answer what actually was the cause of her death. Um, I guess she, she had too much water in her system or in her heart or something, something along those lines. But I don't think that's really what killed her. I think what killed her is because she wasn't living her purpose. What killed her was then she was in a state of depression for quite some time. What killed her was because she was still living in the past. See, my sister could not get over the fact that she graduated from UCLA with honors and never made anything happen with that degree. She would always hold that over her head. And I told her, you just got to get over that and let it go. But, I mean, you want to talk about somebody getting triggered? I mean, she would get really triggered over that. She would really beat herself up because she got this degree. She worked so hard. You know, not only did she work so hard, but she was at the top of her class and didn't have nothing to show for it. So she could never let that go, which is also part of the mindset that I was telling her that she needed to do. And I also reminded her of this. And this is where you guys really want to pay attention. Both of our parents are drug addicts. They don't have a resume of making great decisions. Remember, we all are programmed genetically and environmentally. Unless you make a decision to change your programming. Unless you make a decision to, to change your program. This is why the cycle repeats. When we talk about molestation, sexual abuse, alcohol abuse, drugs. Now, that's, that's on the negative side, obviously. In, in a, from one generation to the next, in, in, the, in, the, in each of the families, uh, the cycle repeats genetically, not just environmentally. Now, it happens on the other side where there are families who have both parents in the home, who have amazing career or jobs, who train 
and and parent their children to think that way from a young age. And they repeat the cycle again. I live in California. We live in the area where there's a bunch of farmers. These farmers are like third, fourth generation. They're just doing what their parents did. Why am I saying this? I'm saying this because the one point I was trying to make to my sister was like, listen, if you don't make a change, you're going to end up like our mother. That's what I was telling her. Like, if you don't make a change, look at what happened with your parents. Now, not everybody's parents is, is, I'm not saying any, actually, I'm not saying anybody's parents is bad. I'm saying majority of people, their parents are not living a life that they want to live. And if you don't make a change in your own conditioning, the chances are high that you will end up just like them. And some of you guys, oh, no, no, I'll never be like my parents. If that triggered you, you probably will. You probably will. Or you will make certain decisions that are just like the, the, the decisions that they made that won't serve you. And this is what I was trying to warn my, my sister about. I said, you have to understand where we're coming from. You have to understand what we're dealing with. Our parents were drug addicts. We're programmed to fail in this life already. We're programmed to repeat the same cycle again. We're programmed to be or, or to have addictive behaviors. You ask my uh, wife here, I, I don't like taking pills whatsoever. Like I would, I would basically have to be, I'd have to feel like I'm going to die if, if I was going to take some pills, but I, I don't, I don't take medication. I don't do none of that. I, I, I stay away from alcohol. We don't drink. I don't do none of that. Why? Because I already know I've been programmed to have addictive behaviors. So I don't put myself in a position where that might be triggered. Does that make sense? So anyways, to wrap up this story, um, obviously she didn't listen. And so she killed herself. She didn't literally commit suicide, but she, she killed herself slowly. She wasn't living for anything. She had no purpose in life. She had no plan. She lived her life with regret, which is negative energy. And when it becomes suppressed in your body, leads to depression. So that's what happened. Depression leads to dis-ease. Then to disintegration. She disintegrated. So when I heard that she passed away, you know, uh, part of me was sad, but most of, most a part of me was not because I knew she wasn't happy, you know, and I knew she knew she wasn't happy and she said, you know what? Screw it. Screw it. Now, listen, what's the point of that story? The point of that story. Sorry, guys. The, the, the point of that story is that could have been you or that could be you. You may not have had parents that were drug addicts, but you might you might be coming from a family who hasn't accomplished anything. They've just done the bare minimum. 
And the bare minimum in their eyes is the best they could do with the information they had, which is true. So you got to think bigger here, guys. Is what is the life I want to live? Because if I don't get clear on that, what's going to happen to me? Listen, everything is programming. Imagine if you were raised by Warren Buffett. Would you have the same money habits you have today? Would you see money the same way? If Warren Buffett was your father and you guys had a healthy relationship and he raised you, how different would you think about money then? This is why I say we're programmed genetically and environmentally. And most of the time, if not all the time, environmentally is where you really want to bring your attention to. Who are you hanging around? How are you living? Who are you sharing your life with? That, that, that is so, so important. So, so important. Hold on, guys. Okay. So what have we talked about up to this point? If you're going to get what you want in your life, you're going to have to change your mindset. You're going to have to get clear on what you want. You're going to have to make a decision. A decision. What is a decision? Because most people don't understand decision. So let's learn about decision really quick. Some of you guys have heard me read it. You can't hear this enough. It's the repetition of me saying the same thing over and over again that you start to understand what Napoleon Hill is saying in Think and Go Rich. Chapter 8, titled Decision. And right under the title is a subtitle that reads The Mastery of Procrastination. Accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who had experienced failure disclosed the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. This is no mere statement of a theory. It is a fact. 25,000 men and women. Think about that. Procrastination, which is the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. Procrastination, which is the opposite of decision. You see, he says it right there. Procrastination is no action. Decision is action. That's how you know you made a decision. Analysis, he goes on to say, analysis of, se of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark. Now, I always say this when I read this is because this book is written in the 30s. He was he conducted an analysis with several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark. What would be a million dollars? Let's let's see what that is. Nineteen thirty million dollars converted 
to today? What's the value to that? That is a 1,674% increase. I'm not even going to tell you how much it is. It's, it's, it's quite remarkable. I think it's somewhere around um, people who had at least earned in today's world uh, $20 million. Anyways, they all disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions quickly, promptly, and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. These people made decisions and never went back on them. That's what he's saying. They made irrevocable decisions. Do you guys know what irrevocable means? It's usually only used when we're talking about a trust. But irrevocable in the dictionary means it is unable to be changed, reversed, or recovered. It is final. When's the last time you made an irrevocable decision? People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, um, if at all, uh, very slowly. And they change these decisions quickly and often. So if you're going to live the life that you want to live, you know you got to change your mindset. You know you got to get clear on what you want. You know you got to start taking the right actions. But how do you do all that? You first got to make a decision, a final decision. You ever seen the show? Yes, this is my final answer. You got to be that with yourself. This is my final decision when it comes to my life. This is exactly what I'm going to do. Now, when you go to make this decision, you also need to be aware of this. The majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally easily influenced by the opinions of others. Are you allowing your friends and your family to do the thinking for you? Don't allow them to make your decisions. They permit the newspapers and the gossiping neighbors to do their thinking for them. And here is the bow on top, everybody. If you are influenced by opinions when you reach decisions, you will not succeed in any undertaking. Much less than that of transmuting your own desire into money. If you are influenced by the opinion by the opinion of others, you will have no desire of your own. Think about that. If people are going to make decisions for you, if you're going to allow other people's opinions to make decisions for you. That's the thing about my sister, she never made a decision. That's the difference. I made a decision, she did not. I only brought up her story because that literally is what happened. Hap that's what happens to people every single day. They, nev they, they, they never make a decision to do exactly what they said they wanted to do. They never make a decision to live the life that they want. As a consequence, they slip into constant anxiety. Anxiety leads to depression. Depression leads to dis-ease. Dis-ease le uh, leads to disintegration. They kill themselves slowly. They put them on a path of making terrible decisions with their life because they're not doing what they want to do. They're not doing what they love to do. 
You don't need money to do what you love to do. You need to make a decision. Then the money comes after that. That's what everybody overlooks. I'll do that when I get more money. I'll live the life that I want when I'm happy. I'll start that business when I get my taxes next year. That's procrastination. That is procrastination. And my mentor, Bob Proctor, said it best. What's worse than an excuse? Do you guys know what's worse than giving yourself an excuse? What's worse than giving yourself an excuse? It's a good excuse. That's the worst excuse you can ever give yourself. It's a good one. It's a justified one. Oh, yeah, you'll be in procrastination for a while. You got to stop giving yourself good excuses and start making irrevocable decisions. That's how things change. Let's take this one step further. When you make an irrevocable decision, you start to think, feel, and act like the person you want to become. That's why making decisions is so powerful. Think about what I just said. You might want to you might want to write it down. When you make an irrevocable decision, you will start to think, feel, and act like the person you want to become. Which is why you will start attracting people, opportunities, and new circumstances to you because you made an irrevocable decision. That's exactly what happens to all of us. And we've all done it. We've all made irrevocable decisions in our life. But most of us have not done it intentionally. We did not do it because we wanted to live a particular life. We did it because maybe we were backed in a corner and we, we literally had no choice. Irrevocable decision. So if you're going to get what you want in your life, like I stated, you got to get clear on exactly what you want. You've got to reprogram what's happening in your subconscious mind, which is your mindset. And then you got to start taking the right actions. So now as we move into what should you be doing exactly, what does that exactly look like? What should you exactly be doing to make this change so you can get what you want is step number one. Um, you got to get clear on your purpose in life. You have to get clear on your purpose in life. You have to. You have to find out or discover what is a strong reason for why you're going to do what you're going to do. Now, let's go back to this. You see, Napoleon Hill. Did you know Think and Grow Rich is watered down? The version that I'm reading is not even the original version that he wrote. Because a lot of this information still today in 2022, people are not ready to accept. And especially in the 30s, they were not ready to accept the information that he was giving people in here. So what, what, what was he saying? He's saying, as I move to chapter number two. Um. I'm sorry, guys. I don't think it's in chapter number two. It's act. Yeah, it is. Excuse me. It's actually chapter 
in my book, it is chapter two. Desire. He says there is one quality which a person must possess if they want to win. And that is a definiteness of purpose. The clarity of what you want and a burning desire to make it happen. So what is he saying in today's language? He's saying is that if you're going to win and get what you want in your life, you got to have a strong reason why you want to do that. You got to know exactly what you want. And you've really got to be emotionally involved in getting it. Now, the first part of you got to know why, like you, gotta have, you have to have a strong reason. You guys all get that. There's got to be a reason here. And for the people who say, well, well, you know, I don't have a purpose or purpose doesn't mean anything. Yeah, okay. Well, why are you watching right now? There must be some reason. Right? Why, why do you go to work? There must be a purpose. Why do you go to the grocery store? There must be a purpose. Why do you work for money? There's a purpose involved. There is a reason. We got to find out the reason that will drive us to get up in the morning and make an irrevocable decision. So we can start thinking, feeling, and acting like the person we want to become. The clarity of what one wants. You got to get clear on exactly what you want. You have to get clear on that. My number one question every single time is, have you done the math? Did you sit down and really think through what you're asking for? What does that look like? I want to be successful, Devori. Okay, well, what is success to you? Because success to me might be different for you. Have you really thought about it? It's a good question. You see... Why do we experience contrast in our lives? Why do we experience things that we ideally do not like? The whole purpose of that is for us to get clear on what we do want. That's, that's the purpose of it. Every time something doesn't go our way, every time something doesn't work out the way that we wanted it to, or something that we don't want to happen, it's an opportunity for us to get clear on what we're asking for. That's why it happens. Confusion and clarity is the same is the opposite of the same coin. You can't have one without the other. You must experience periods of confusion in order to start focusing and appreciate the periods of clarity. So you got to get clear on what you want. And you got to have a burning desire to possess it. And this is why I said dissatisfaction will give you that burning desire. If you're dissatisfied enough, oh, you'll do whatever it takes. You'll do whatever it takes. You see, I've always had that burning desire for myself. Always. I've had that, especially in the beginning. Because I had reached low points because of my childhood. And every time I, I told myself, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to do whatever it takes. I, it can't be any worse than what I've already been through. He goes on to say, and then we're going to really get into these steps. Remember that all who succeed in life get off to a bad start and pass through many heartbreaking struggles before they arrive. The turning point in the lives of those who succeed usually comes at the moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their higher self. Remember that all who succeed in life get off to a bad start. 
they don't they, they lack understanding. That's why we don't know any better and pass through many heartbreaking struggles before they arrive. The turning point in the lives of those who succeed usually comes at the moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their higher self. This is written in 1937, guys. Think about that. This is why everything we talk about is basically a secret still today. No one understands it. You're not taught this in school. Chances are your parents didn't teach you either. Just think about what I'm saying here. You're going to make an irrevocable decision to start living the life that you want. You're going to have some challenges. That's the point here. You need to have the right expectations of yourself. The problem today is everybody is thinking, oh, yeah, you know, I'll leave my job behind, my career behind. I'll start this business, and it's all going to be peaches and cream. It's not going to be peaches and cream. I do not believe about getting. you're going to become tested. What I believe is you're going to walk into a new chapter of your life, but you still have some crumbs from your old life that causes the challenges to take place. Now, how can I make this more simpler? Or how can I give a simple explanation of this? Imagine that you're a wide receiver on a football team. You're the wide receiver for the New England Patriots. And you say, you know what? I'm going to become a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. So not only are you changing positions, but you're changing cultures, you're changing teams, you're changing locations, you're changing environments. Don't you think when you finally get to the Dallas Cowboys that you're still going to walk in with some, some of your habits, your beliefs, your perceptions, your way of doing things that you used to do in New England, but they don't do that in Dallas. So you literally have to kill off your old self. So when you make the change, you make an irrevocable decision. You start taking action towards what you want. Are you going to go through challenges? Absolutely. That's because you're still transitioning to your higher self. It's all part of the journey. So instead of saying, you know what, God is trying to test me or the universe is against me, no, no, you don't even have to even think like that. What you, what you should just be going back to is I made an irrevocable decision and nothing is going to stop me. That's all you need to tell yourself. That's it. Because what happens if you keep saying God keeps testing me, God keeps testing me. The same thing's going to keep happening. So if you were where you wanted to be, you wouldn't say that anyway. Like if you had the life that you wanted, you wouldn't say, oh, God's testing me. You, you wouldn't say things like that. You see, some people, they're not ready for this. This is a higher level of thinking here. We are going there. We're going there. We are there. And if we are where we want to be already... Um, we wouldn't say certain things. So this is why you're not going to think this way if you don't have a purpose. It just takes a lot of energy. It takes energy for you to ignore 
and not get emotion involved in your current results right now that you do not like. And instead, start using your imagination to think about what you want. That takes energy. That's why you're not going to do it for funds. Not consistently. You'll do it consistently when you're obsessed. When you have a burning desire. When you have a purpose in your life that's driving you. I've already told uh, my wife. I tell my clients all the time. I tell people all the time. The only way I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing is someone's going to have to kill me. Okay. Who's the girl off Ozarks? What's her name? Murph or something like that. What's her name? Ah, not Ruth. You're going to have to fucking kill me. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. I am not going to stop doing what I love. I made an irrevocable decision years ago. I'm going to see this through to the end. That's the the decision you have to make. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Here's the other thing, guys. A lot of you guys are watching me right now on TikTok. I used to spend most of my time on Facebook. Wasn't getting any response. Let me tell you how I started out as a coach. I became a consultant for Bob Proctor. Started studying under him, getting his mentorship. Then I hosted my first seminar, which was in San Francisco. At the time, my girlfriend, who's now my wife. Okay. So get this, guys. I run ads. I host this seminar or whatever, and nobody shows up. There was a few people that RSVP, but they never showed. So I just changed my career. I got out of the military. I was in the process of getting out this restaurant that I started. I, I wanted to stop it. And I say, you know what? I'm finally going to go all in on my dream, which is to become a coach and a mentor for people. I host my first seminar. I tracked it, my soulmate, and nobody shows up to the first seminar. Now, most people would be crushed. Most people would be like, man, I look stupid in front of my girlfriend. Nobody showed up. Just think about that. Did I take it personal? No. I made an irrevocable decision. So then from that point on, I started doing stuff on Facebook, things like that. And you know what's crazy is everything I would always do on Facebook ended up going wrong. Meaning something about the algorithm, the platform, the advertising. I would always get banned. I would always get blocked, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So these challenges, what did he say? Let's go back to it, guys. What did he say? Remember, remember that all who succeed in life get off to a bad start and pass through many heartbreaking struggles before they arrive. People, I hosted a seminar and nobody showed up. 
My first client, my first client was the worst client I ever had. She wanted me to coach her. I coached her. Year goes by, and you know what she does? She wants her money back. She wants her money back, and she's relentless with it. She goes to the Business Better Bureau. She goes to uh, Proctor Gallagher Institute, which is Bob Proctor's company. She starts complaining to them. She starts going on social media and leaving negative comments, which I didn't. It had nothing to do with like what I exactly did. It had everything to do with the client that I attracted, really. So it's not her fault or nobody's fault. But at the time, it felt like that was heartbreaking. Like, man, first I'm doing these seminars and nobody's showing up. Then I'm getting a client who wants their money back. Remember that all who succeed in life get off to a bad start and pass through many heartbreaking struggles before they arrive. The, tor- the turning point in the lives who succeed usually come at the moment of some crisis through which they are introduced to their higher self. You see, that happened to me over time in the first year as a coach, as a mentor. I was going I was I was transitioning from thinking like a wide receiver to now thinking like a quarterback. So I was still attracting other wide receivers into my life. Is this making sense? I still had some of that vibration in me. I still had some of that energy in me. I still had that old Devore in me in, in this new chapter of my life. So I'm still attracting certain things. That's why the heartbreaking moments happen. So over the a course of a year or two, I finally, I don't experience that today. I have the best clients today. I mean, I'm just so grateful because, (laughs) I mean, my clients today, they, they, they do the work and they get the results. But that started with me making an irrevocable decision. And while that was all happening, um, I hated my restaurant that I was running, my juice bar. I mean, this juice bar financially was very successful, but I hated it. It took up all my time. Every day, that's all I ever did. And I knew that's not what I wanted to do. So what happens? Um, the The pandemic hits, and it gave us the perfect window to shut the business down. And in our area, all restaurants had to shut down for like a month or two or something like that. So it was great timing, to say the least. This is why I'm a firm believer that things always work out for you if you believe it. But here's the thing. Here's one of the the things that I started to do that really helped me transition to my higher self and start living the life that I wanted. The life that I'm living today has a lot to do with what I'm going to read to you. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. In the beginning, I was wishing for people to become my client. I was wishing for people to show up to my seminars there's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it no one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it do you believe you can live the life you want you're not ready if you don't believe do you believe you can live the life that you want 
the state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Some of you guys are just wishing. Well, we'll see. Maybe. Well, I'll think about it. I hope. None of that. You wouldn't say any of that if if you were where you wanted to be and you had what you had. If you had what you wanted, you wouldn't say words like that. That's that's the crazy thing here is you wouldn't speak like that if you had what you wanted. You wouldn't say I hope. You would be like I expect. Yeah, it's done already. Because you believe. Remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. This is why I say an irrevocable decision, in my opinion, is an easy thing to make. Because regardless, it's going to be the same amount of energy. It's going to take the same amount of time for you to either live a life of abundance and prosperity versus living a life of misery and poverty. It's going to take the same amount of energy. You're going to have to do the same thing. It's just opposite of the same coin. You're going to make decisions that either take you down a path of misery and poverty, or you're going to make decisions that take you down a path of abundance and prosperity. It's going to be the same thing regardless. But you get to choose which direction you're going to go. So when you make your irrevocable decision, I hope you're making an irrevocable decision to live a life of abundance and prosperity which is to live your life with purpose, to have a vision, to have goals, to be always stepping into the next version of yourself, going out there, getting the things that you want. You know you're not going to get everything tomorrow. And if you got everything tomorrow, you couldn't handle it anyway. So good thing that's not possible. But what is possible is you can get everything that you want, but it's all going to take time. And that's what nobody wants to hear. Nobody wants to hear, oh, man, it, it, it may take you the next five years until you finally make a breakthrough. No one wants to hear that. But that's exactly what will happen. That's exactly what could happen. It might take that long. But again, nobody's ready for that conversation. If you look up everybody's story, athlete, celebrity, inventor, Influencer, you you name it. Anybody who's in the history books, anybody right now changing the world, they all have the same story. They went through a lot of heartbreak. They went through periods of crisis. They went through a period where none of the results were showing up. But that didn't change their belief. They believed anyway. They made an irrevocable decision. You see these videos on social media all the time where, where they where they do the uh, before and after. You know, they say, oh, in 1990, this person was here and they were failing here. 1995, they were still failing. 2000, they were still failing. 2005, okay, they had a little success. 2010, they failed again. 2015, boom. They're ultra successful. I think the real question to know whether or not you made an irrevocable decision is to ask yourself this. Would I be willing to wait the next 20 years before I got what I wanted? This man who wrote this book 
was asked the same question. He was asked to write this book and that the benefits, the profit, the notoriety, the impact that he would make would not come until after he was dead. He knew that, but he made the decision anyway to write that book. Think about if he never wrote this book. Andrew Carnegie talked to Napoleon Hill and asked him, and I'm paraphrasing here, okay, because obviously I'm not standing there. But the bottom line to the whole concept here is he posed a question to him, which is what I'm asking you right now. Would you be willing to spend the rest of your life doing what you love to do? And maybe you won't get paid for it this year. Maybe you won't get paid for it in the next five years. We're talking about making decisions that are sustainable and irrevocable. That's how you're going to get to success. A lot of people, when they go on social media, they just see the results. They don't see what got that person there. They don't, they don't become aware of how long it took that person to get to where they are today. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to be able to earn a lot of money. That doesn't mean that at all. In fact, in today's world, you have the potential to earn money doing what you love to do because we have something called technology. The world is smaller today. I've got clients in Australia. I've got people I'm helping in Africa, UK, America. The world is small today. There is no shortage of money. There's no shortage of people that could benefit from who you are as an individual. There is no shortage of that. In fact, there's a shortage of people making irrevocable decisions to live their purpose in life. There is a shortage there. I mean, we were talking last night and how many people, what's the percentage right now in the world do you guys think? What is the, like, really think about what I'm asking here. What is the percentage of people that are waking up today and doing exactly what they want to do? What do you think that percentage is? Put it in the comment section below. What is that percentage? What's the percentage of people who wake up in the morning and do exactly what they want to do? Why am I asking this question? Because if that's not living your life, then what is? Most people are not living. They're just existing. They're just existing. So they get the same results that the masses get. And the crazy part about it, you want to talk about what you don't deserve. You don't deserve to live a mediocre life. And I'm not going to get into, into the particulars with you. I'm not telling you you need to be Elon Musk. And the fact of the matter is you'll never be Elon Musk and Elon Musk will never be you. You are unique, spiritually perfect, gifted in your own way. You don't need to be like anybody else. You need to be yourself. The real you. The one you've been hiding away for many years. The one that's been locked in the closet for so long. The one that's been very quiet and shut out. That's the person you need to become. Because the person today ain't making it happen. The results are in. The verdict has been read. 
If you're not living the life that you want to live, you need to kill off your old self and step into your higher self. The result, it's just, it is what it is. But you got to make an irrevocable decision that you're going to do it. And then do it. So where do you start? You start by getting a purpose in your life. Step one. Hold on. Don't worry, people on TikTok. I got you. I've learned. <laughs> Step one. You got to have a purpose. Even if you don't know what your purpose in, in life is, you still need a purpose. You need a reason why. And that reason has to be strong. It's got to be emotional. It has to be. Because from that point on, then you make a vision. Then you create your vision. And then you set your goal. How many of you guys have a vision for your life? How many of you guys have a clear goal? Not many. This, the, the time is now. You got to make an irrevo irrevocable decision to start living your purpose, living with a purpose. You got to sit down and create a vision for yourself. What is the life I want to live? What does it exactly look like? Who do I want to become? What do I want to be doing? What is it that I want to achieve? Then you need to set a goal. You need to, you need to focus on one target. What's the one thing that you are going to focus on right now moving forward? And that goal might take some time because, see, the point of the goal is not necessarily to get there. The point of the goal is for you to grow the person you're going to become in the process. That's the goal behind the goal, what the goal will give you, what the goal will do for you on an emotional level, how the goal will help you step into your higher self. It's the goal behind the goal. That should be a book, by the way. The goal behind the goal. Just saying. Because that's where you're going to find where you get very emotional and you get dialed in. Most of the time, the money is not going to really motivate you. Not like you think it would. Because most of us is walking around with bad money beliefs. So when you keep thinking about money, what are you doing? You keep triggering limiting beliefs around money. So instead of thinking about all the money you want to have, why don't you think about what the money will give you? How will that impact your relationships, your health, your family? Think about that stuff. Don't necessarily think about the money. So step one is you got to get clear on your purpose in life. Step two, you got to create a vision. Step three, you got to set a goal. Now, how many of you guys already know how to do this? How many of you guys know how to do this? If you don't, if you don't, then what do you do? You're going to have to go to my profile. So if you're on TikTok, you can go to my profile. You may have to tap a few times to get there. And you need to get the Purpose Blueprint ebook and the course. I bundled the ebook and the course together. Why? Because I understand that most of you guys are not even going to really read the ebook. But you will probably watch the course, which is purposely very short and straight to the point.
because after talking with 200 people in 40 days, I've accurate analysis here. <laughs> I've come to three conclusions. One, people don't know how to set a purpose in their life. They don't know how to find a purpose. They don't even know how to find their purpose in life. Two, they don't even have a plan, a blueprint, a step-by-step -step process to follow so they can start living their purpose. Uh, and three, they're not taking the right actions because they don't know how to reprogram their mindset. This is exactly what is covered in the purpose blueprint. So, sorry, my I have cats here and they're a little uh, a little excited to say the least. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you don't know how to do it and you want to learn how to do it, you need to get the Purpose Blueprint uh, ebook and course. No question about it. You need to make a decision to do something. You need to make a decision to do something. If you're on YouTube, the link is below this video, by the way. <clears throat> you have to make a decision to do something. Now, most people don't. What do they say? I'll do that as soon as what? As soon as what? Then it never happens. It never happens. I, w I wouldn't be here today with you guys if I didn't make an irrevocable decision. That's just a reality. But I don't think most people are, are ready for that. And that's okay. You know, at the end of the day, you can't get this wrong. I don't believe you can get life wrong. I believe everything happens the way that it's supposed to happen. I honestly believe that. So even when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, things are still going to work out. You're still going to get these intuitions. You're still going to get these flags that pop up. You're still going to have these situations that remind you, hey, you, you need to make a decision. Like imagine if God never, like, like if he only gave you one shot. I mean, most of us, we'd be screwed. But every single day, he allowed you to wake up again. Every single day, he's giving you the opportunity to make a decision. That's why I, I think this is the most simplest conversation ever. What's the alternative? You don't know when you're going to pass away. As in, you don't know when it's going to be your last day. We've already discussed what's going to happen if you don't make a change. So let's compare the risk. Like what's, what's higher of a risk? Like wh which way is more riskier, right? Not making a decision and keep doing the same thing you've been doing. Like, isn't that more risky than making a decision to start living your purpose? Like a lot of people, when I was in the military and I said, I'm getting out, <clears throat> I want to get out. Oh, are you serious? You're not going to, what about your retirement? What about it? Well, I don't think that's smart, man. I think you should wait an additional, I would have had to wait uh, I would have had to serve an additional nine years to get to my retirement. 
I, I would have had to do nine more years. But what's risky? Risky would have been me staying in the military knowing that I hate it and would have ended up with depression, would have ended up making bad decisions. I mean, it's a no-brainer. You got to take risk in life. The I think the greatest risk in life, which is what Bob Proctor says, is not to take a risk at all. Most people are trying to play it safe. They have this thing in sports that's an amazing, amazing concept here. I think it really fits what we're talking about here. You're either playing the game so you don't lose or you're playing the game to win. Which one are you? Are you are you the team that's trying to do everything in the game so you guys don't lose the game? Or are you the team that's doing everything you can in the game to win the game? Which one is more risky? The team that is trying to play the game so they don't lose, they're making decisions from a place of lack and scarcity and fear. The team who is making decisions to win the game, they're operating from a place of abundance and creativity. Which one are you? Are you trying to play it safe so you don't lose in the game of life? Or are you trying to win? There's no right or wrong. I mean, it's your life at the end of the day. I'm not, I'm not the life police. I'm just telling you. You have a decision to make. And that decision could literally change your life. Like it did mine. Like it did Bob Proctor. Like it has done for all of the people that we've helped up to this point. All the people who have read this book and actually did something. Most people today, most people today will pick up this book. Okay. Actually, most people don't even physically pick up the book. They digitally get the book. Okay. Get this. They don't even digitally get the book. They get the app that gives you the bullet points. They're not even really reading the book. It's a lack of understanding. Why are you not going to live the life you want? There's a lack of understanding. You're operating with ignorance. You don't know what you don't know. Which is why step eight of the process. Specialized knowledge is where you go to people who know. <clears throat> you surround yourself with people who have what you want. And you mastermind with them. You start doing exactly what they tell you to do. When's the last time any of you guys, whoever's watching right now, when's the last time you worked with somebody who understands exactly what you're trying to achieve and is guiding you there? I would say 90%, at least 90% of people I talk to, the answer is no. They haven't. That's why they're stuck. You can't do this by yourself. I wouldn't be where I, where I am today if it wasn't for Bob Proctor. 
I, I wouldn't be. I need it to go to somebody who is an expert in mindset. Nothing's going to change unless we change our mindset. And who has the results I want. It's a very simple decision. But you got to ask yourself, are you doing that? What's your plan? What's your blueprint for your success? Do you have a blueprint that you're following? Are you following a blueprint? Are you prepared because you have a plan? Or are you preparing to fail because you don't have a plan and you don't know what you want? It's a real conversation, folks. Real conversation. Okay. So, if you're joining now, what did we talk about today? How to get what you want in your life. How do you start getting what you want in your life? The prerequisite to getting what you want in your life is you got to make an irrevocable decision. No decision, no bueno. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. Why? Because by making an irrevocable decision, that means you are going to start thinking, feeling, and acting like the person you want to become because that's exactly what you would be doing if you had what you wanted. You would make a decision like that. You would already think this way. Prerequisite to getting what you want, you got to make an irrevocable decision. What are the steps to getting what you want? Well, they're made up of three phases. Phase one, clarity. Phase two, mindset. Phase three, action. What's clarity all about? You got to have a purpose in your life. You got to have a strong reason on why you're doing what you're doing and why you're going to do what you're going to do. No strong reason. Again, no bueno. You see, what you're going to find by going through these steps, it's like an airplane. Every piece of that airplane is equally important. Even though the wings are huge, but the tail is just as equal to the wings. No tail, the plane falls right out of the sky. The pilots operating the plane are just as important as the engines. No pilot, the plane will fall out of the sky eventually. You see, you make an irrevocable decision, you still need to get a purpose in your life. No purpose, no bueno. Then you need to create a vision. Why do, we, why do we experience something called a lack of understanding? Because we're not clear. We need clarity. We need clarity. Step three is you got to set the right goal. You got to set the right target for yourself. Most people make the mistake of setting goals based on what they did in the past or what other people say is possible. They don't set goals based on what they truly want. They're not thinking that big. Phase two, you got to change your mindset. You need to start thinking, feeling, and acting like the person you want to become, which goes back to that irrevocable decision. You need to change your self-image. You need to change your belief system. And you need to change your habits. 
Here's here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Can you manifest whatever you want? Absolutely. This blueprint is all about helping you form that, the habits of doing that consistently. Building a new identity based on what you want in your life. Becoming that person. And then the last phase, which is action. You got to have a plan. You got to know exactly what you're going to do moving forward. Again, you don't know how you're going to achieve your goal, but you do know what you're doing today to make it happen. Most people don't know. Then you got to work with the right people. You got to get around the right experts. You have to get a mentor. You got to get a coach. Accountability partner. Somebody that's going to guide you and help you follow through. You will not do this yourself. Why? I told you guys, you're programmed not to. That's why you have to have somebody helping you. Because your programming is too powerful. It'll just overpower you and you'll step back. But if you have somebody there reminding you, if you have somebody there teaching you how to think, if you have somebody there helping you increase your level of understanding, you will overpower your old conditioning and you will create a new conditioning for yourself. And number nine, my favorite, which is my journal or journaling, which is right here, my journal. Every day I do this. Some of you guys have already seen this, so let's reiterate why this is so important. This purpose blueprint journal is exactly what it sounds like. It's a journal that clearly lays out how I'm living my purpose in my life. And it's a blueprint to my life. First page is all about getting writing down my purpose, my vision, and my goal. Then it's my habit, my belief, and my new self-image. Who I'm becoming, what I am believing in now, what I'm doing every day. And then the next page is the actions that I'm taking today to get to where I want to go. That's why people wake up confused. They don't even know what they're doing tomorrow before they go to sleep. I've already written out what I was doing today. I put here, I was going live on TikTok. I actually had an interview, but I needed to reschedule it. I got emails I got to complete today, and I want to have fun today. I want to have some fun. I wrote that out here. That's what I wrote out last night. And when I wrote it out last night, I have something here at the bottom called the power session. I visualize what I wrote out last night successfully, meaning I've already seen myself doing this live right now successively. I've already visualized that I was going to have a lot of people on this live, which I do, over 100 people so far, okay, and that the comments are just going to blow up. And people are going to be like, this changed my life today. I've seen that. I played that movie in my mind last night before I went to sleep. So it's happening right now. I, I just manifested it. This, this is why you guys need a journal. You train yourself to think this way. And then I have my gratitude list. Gratitude. Then I have a power affirmation. In my opinion, this is one of the most powerful tools I've ever created for myself and my clients. So that's what step nine is, journaling. 
writing your goals down, training yourself to think in a certain way. It's part of the some techniques to reprogram your sub, subconscious mind by, by writing it out. But everything is very organized, detailed, and intentional. It's all towards one thing, your purpose in life. So that's what we talked about today. Those are the steps to get what you want in your life. We talked about that you got to make an irrevocable decision. I shared the story about my sister who passed away last year during Thanksgiving because she failed to make a decision. And she is the product of her environment. She was conditioned not to win in life. And the only way that was going to change is by her making an irrevocable decision. Me and her are identical personalities. Absolutely. The difference is I made an irrevocable decision. And besides, she's, she's in a better place anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I know she's resting peacefully. So that's what we talked about today. Um, and lastly, if you want to know exactly how to do all this, then you got to get the purpose blueprint. The purpose blueprint. You guys can just go to my profile and get it. And the people on YouTube, it's below this video. All right. Let's answer questions. I am right on time. Let's see here. All right. Let me slide this thing to the left. And let me hit up YouTube, see what questions we have. Let's see, where are we at here? Where can I find a room? Where, where can I find the cost of your coaching? I'm a teacher coach who is in need of a coach. Yeah, um, I would just, if I were you, I would schedule a call with me. Uh, yeah, let me hook you up here. Let me hook you up. All right. I'm giving you the link right now. So the link is in the chat there, I believe. Let me confirm. Yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, the, the link is in, in the chat there. All right. All right. I permanently put it there for you. All right. Let's see what you guys are talking about on TikTok, huh? Let's see what you guys are talking about on TikTok. You know, I got to get a moderator. I need a moderator. So if you feel you're worthy of being a moderator and you share my exact vision, comment below and we'll we'll get on a call and we'll make it happen. And in fact, if you become a moderator for me, uh, I will throw in some free coaching. In fact, I'll just give you the ebook and the course for free. I, I, I don't I really need some help with this stuff. So. <laughs> I'm looking at like over a thousand comments here, guys. So comment below 
if that's you. <clears throat> All right. Um, more details on that. I, I normally will be going live 8 a.m. California time. That would be 11 a.m. Eastern time. So if you're thinking about becoming a moderator, uh, make sure it fits with your schedule, right? Okay. Uh, alcoholic near two years sober, all family is alcoholics and parents were drug addicts as well. Yeah, so you, you get it. Nice to see you as well. How can I stop drinking? Well, you need, you need to get help. You, you, you got to get help. But you also got to make a decision. Why do you want to stop drinking? I think that's a great question. Why? Why not just keep drinking for the rest of your life? Why do you have to change? Why do you got to stop now? Why, why not just keep doing what you've been doing? I'm sure you know the answer to that, right? I don't take any meds. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's see here. How long does it take for manifestation to work? <laughs> That's a great question. Cause you know what? Manifestation works 24, seven, 365. You're always manifesting. Why are you guys on this live? You guys manifested this. Why am I talking to you? Because I manifested this. This is what I asked for. I asked to be able to help people. I didn't know it would end up being on a TikTok live a year ago. I didn't know that. I wasn't on TikTok a year ago. But I made a decision that I was going to help people. And I was going to make a business out of it. And I have. Very successful one. And now we're here. You Manifesting is always working. I kind of feel like they should just change the word. You know, and, and just say, like, you're always going to get in your life who you are. Who you are is located in your subconscious mind. It's how you feel habitually. So however you feel about yourself, however you feel about your life, the ideas that are in your subconscious mind, that is what always dictates what you attract into your life. That's what you're going to get. Father of six, struggling with crippling depression, any advice? Well, what's your purpose in life? Do you have a purpose? Are you living that purpose? Are you just trying to make it by and survive or are you focusing on thriving? I think that's questions you should start with. You can always book a life out of call. Uh, we could always have a conversation too, by the way. Sorry about that. Oh, man. Sorry, my comments... What happened to my comments? This is so weird. It's like they all. Oh, I, I guess I just have so many comments that.
All right. Well, it is what it is. Uh, does it work if you don't? We'll go to the next question. You have to figure out what works for you. Exactly. You see, regardless of whatever you guys are doing to manifest in your life, you must understand this. No matter what it is, the principle will always apply. Do you feel that way naturally? Let's go back to it here. I've been reading this all year. Nothing's changed. Same message. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. If it doesn't feel natural to manifest what you want, you won't manifest it. It's just the bottom line. I don't care if you're using crystals, you're using hypnosis, you're using shadow work, you're using affirmations, you're using a vision board. I don't care what you decide to do. But if it does not feel natural, it ain't going to happen. That's just the way that the universal laws work. The law of vibration is based on our emotions. It's the energy that we're sending out. So if we're in a low vibration, but we keep thinking, well, I want this money. There's a it doesn't add up. There's a conflict there. We need to get our thoughts, our feelings and our actions all in alignment with each other on a higher frequency. What does that mean? Simply put, you need to think, feel, and act like the person you want to become. You can't do that if you don't know who you want to become. And you can't do that unless you know what your purpose is. I'm giving you guys everything you need here. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. How can this feeling of naturalness be achieved? The secret lies in one word, and one word only, imagination. you got to see yourself there and start feeling that emotion. The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently filling your consciousness with imagination. That's what it takes. Somebody asked me who's Ruth. Ruth is the person on Ozarks. It's a TV show. You don't, you don't have to worry about it. Yep. We're, here's the other thing. Affirm, we're using affirmations regardless. Because when you say things like, I can't do that, that's an affirmation. I'm tired. Affirmation. You are affirming what you think is true in your life. I'm tired. I'm fed up. I can't do this. I can't do that. All affirmations, by the way. I'm not good enough. All you got to do uh, is switch it to the polar opposite, which is positivity. Who are you guys talking about in the comments here? Exactly. You have to do the work. The coach can't do that for you. Exactly. Can't do it. I believe, but I am not patient. So that's why it's hard. Get patient. Why are you so in a rush? Start enjoying your life where it is today. Accept yourself as you are today. Um, 
Thank you. Yeah, the military, I mean, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, no, I haven't read about SB Fuller. Heard of the name, but haven't read about it. Exactly. You guys are spot on. Yes, but it doesn't have to take that long. I mean, here's the other thing, guys. Um, what is a long time? It's different for everyone. See, some it's only short or long, but it's not short or long. It's our thinking that makes it that way. Yes, I am. PGI Consultant, yes. Got to believe in the life you deserve. Manifest every day. Yeah, I think you guys are getting this. You guys, these comments are amazing. Change the story you tell yourself. Exactly. If you need a mentor, um, you have three different options. One, you can find out if I'm the right mentor for you. Two, you can find a book, an author who can become your mentor and just study that one book. Or three, um, you got to keep looking. You're passionate about something. You're just not in a position to accept that and see it for yourself. You see, there are three types of people that I'm usually dealing with here. One is a person who is in such a low vibration and they've been in a low vibration for quite some time that their mind is not open. Their mind's closed. That, which is why they have a hard time seeing what they love to do, which is why they have a hard time setting goals, which is why they have a hard time in general with personal development. Their mind is closed. They've been living their life that way for quite some time. How do you get your mind open? I just think you, you just need to keep exposing yourself to positive information. And I would just start with gratitude. The second type of person is someone who isn't closed minded. They're open minded. But they're just starting the path of getting a mentor, a coach, someone to guide them. And type number three is someone who has already had some level of success and they just want to go to the next level. Type three usually is people who've already been successful but don't know how they became successful and don't know why. And they want to know why. They want to know how so they can keep doing it over and over and over again and then teach other people around them. Okay, vision boards are a great way to start. Yeah, absolutely. Where else can we get this link? Can't open it from TikTok. Yeah, I, you could go on my YouTube channel. You could try there. Or you could go to my Instagram and just click the link in my Instagram bio. You'll find it there. Yeah, there's a lot of glitches, I guess, on TikTok these days. Some people can see the link in the bio. Some people cannot. Um, and if you can't see it, you got to make sure you're on my profile though. Cause if you click on my name right now, you're not going to be on my profile. It's just going to be a little box that pops up. You got to click again 
to actually get to the profile. I was telling, I was complaining about that the other day. I was just like, why don't they just make it to where if you click, if you're if you're in somebody's live right now, and I'm clicking on their avatar, clearly I want to go to their profile. Why are you gonna make me? Why are you gonna do a little box, and then I gotta click again? That doesn't make any sense. Just take me straight to the profile. Uh, let's see here. How do you find your purpose? Well, step one is you got to get clear on what you're great at. What talents do you have? What gifts do you have? What skills have you developed? Step two is you got to figure out what you would love to do for your, with your life. Well, what is something you'd love to do every day? I love coaching people every single day. I love it. I love speaking. I love coaching. I love educating. I love mentoring. I can do that for the rest of my life. So I've, I've consolidated all of my gifts, talents, and skills over my military experience, owning more businesses than I can count. And I've taken all those skills and I'm putting them into what I love to do. And the legacy here, which is the third part of your purpose, is how do you want to impact other people? I want to make sure that when people come across my profile, if you've been listening to me live right now, or you're already a client of mine, or you're just someone that I casually met, that you feel like a better person. Your life improved because I was in it. Like That's the impact here. So that's my purpose in life. That That's how you could find your purpose. Listen, if you, if you still don't have it, again, just go to my profile. And get the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. You can download it for free. If you have a problem getting to my profile, just go back on the main page of TikTok, okay? Search my name, Devori Darkens, click on me, and then you'll be on my profile. If you still don't see the link, there should be a link to my Instagram. Go to my Instagram because the link is in that bio. To win the game is with the right people to play to win. You've taught me two massive lessons today. Absolutely. I'm glad. You see, uh, you, I see your comment where you said I audio listen to it. Why Why do I say, why was I talking about like you should actually physically get this book? It's because of what I just showed you guys. This is a book holder. Okay, it allows you to keep the book open and it allows you to keep seeing the same thing every day without you physically having to do anything because it just sits on your desk. And here's the power behind it. You go to your desk and you reread the same thing over and over and over again. Why? It's the repetition that increases your awareness. It's the repetition that increases your understanding. It's repetition that increases your emotion uh, faith. Your subconscious mind sees everything. So even when you're not directly reading it, it's still in your vision. It's still in your environment. You still see it. I learned this directly from Bob Proctor. 
If you read the same thing over and over again, and your goal is to keep reading it until you see a change in your behavior, that means it's in your subconscious mind. It now feels natural for you to think this way. So I'm not saying audiobooks don't work, but if it was me, I would I would keep replaying 30 seconds of that audiobook. I wouldn't read the rest of it. I would just keep replaying a certain section that you want to get into your subconscious mind. I would just keep replaying that. And by the way, the only way you're going to get something into your subconscious mind requires two things, emotion and repetition. Excuse me. Thank you for sharing the live today, guys. I appreciate it. Atomic Habits is so good at breaking this all down. Yeah, I thought it was a good book. I'm like, it's the military in me. I, I don't like making things complicated. I like to make things ABC one, two, three. Like how long does it take to change a habit? There is no timeline for that. It takes the person as long as they it, like the, the timeline it takes for you to change a habit is all based on your level of emotion. And did you make an irrevocable decision? Like that's it. If you made an irrevocable decision that you're going to do this regardless, you will change your habits. Like before you can even change a habit, you've got to make a decision. Th th listen, listen to what I'm saying. Somebody can form the habit of going to the gym, but in a year, they'll stop going. They didn't make an irrevocable decision. They really did not form a permanent habit. See, we underestimate what is required to change habits. We don't, most people don't understand the process. Listen, so many people have read the book Atomic Habits, but so little people have changed their habits. They don't read the book over and over again. They only read it once. It goes back to a decision. And emotional repetition. Your subconscious mind is what controls the actions that you're taking. That's where the habits are located. I Listen. The information on this live, I, I can't tell you guys enough. Like 90% of the stuff in personal development does not talk about things this way. They keep telling you what to think. They keep telling you what to do, but they don't tell you how to think. They don't tell you the process of the mind. You're not going to change unless you use the principle of auto-suggestion. Unless you use things called emotional repetition. That's the only way to get something into your subconscious mind. It's the only way. And who said that? Where, where, where am I getting this information from? I'm getting this information from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. He has a whole chapter called Auto-Suggestion. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words which have been well emotionalized with belief. 1930s people. Plain unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. 
You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words which have been well emotionalized with belief. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? This is why picking up the book and reading it, it ain't that ain't enough. You're not going to get anything out of that. I'm just being honest with you guys. I've had all the books. I know. I bought all the nice books that come out. I've done that. Doesn't work. You've got to keep repeating it. It's a well-known fact. Uh, excuse me. It is a well-known fact that one comes finally to believe whatever one repeats to oneself. Rather the statement be true or false, if a person repeats a lie over and over and over again and they emotionalize it, their subconscious mind will accept it as a truth. Every person is what is who they are because of the dominating thoughts which um, they permit to occupy their mind. Thoughts which a person deliberately places in their own mind and encourages with sympathy and with um, emotion constitutes the motivating forces which direct and control his every movement, act, and deed. Here we go. Listen to this. Thoughts which are mixed with any of the feelings of emotions constitutes a magnetic force which attracts. This is why everybody gets law of attraction wrong. Law of attraction is not a cause. It is a effect. What is the root cause to law, law of attraction? The law of vibration, the way that you feel. What causes your feelings, your thoughts? When I say thoughts, I'm talking about your imagination. A thought thus magnetized with emotion may be compared to a seed, which when planted in fertile soil germinates, grows, and multiplies itself over and over and over again until that which was originally one small seed becomes countless millions of seeds of the same brand. And he wraps it up here. The information is easily conveyed this way. Any idea, plan, or purpose may be placed in the mind through the repetition of thought that is emotionalized. Great books, but most people don't understand them because they don't read the book with repetition. They don't get emotionally involved in what they're reading. Here's the thing. Bob Proctor was teaching this, by the way. Amazing concept. You see. You hear what I'm saying consciously. But you listen to what I'm saying emotionally. You see the difference? You hear what I'm saying consciously. There's no emotion. But you start really listening to what I'm saying when you're emotionally involved. That's how you learn something. You get emotionally involved in it. The emotions is what causes you to step out and take action. It's through the repetition of getting emotion involved. Stepping out and taking action that you start to increase your understanding because you start to see how to apply it. That's where learning takes place. This is why when you pick up books and you read them one time, that's a waste. You're not getting anything from the book. You're just gathering more information. 
your behavior does not change. Guys, having a thousand books isn't going to make you successful. Reading one book a thousand times will. I'm trying to do it myself and it's such a struggle. That's why you need a coach. You need a mentor. You need to make an irrevocable decision. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the dollar store sells journals. That is where I got mine. Awesome. <clears throat> nope. You don't have to have the same prompts as me. I'm just doing you what I'm just telling you what I, what I did, what I'm doing, what my clients are doing, which has caused us all to get the results that we want. You don't have to do what I'm doing. But I'll tell you what, you got to look at res at your results. If you're not getting what you want in life, then it might be smart of you to do exactly what somebody else is telling you to do who has the results you want. Can I see the full board? Sure. I'll give you five more seconds to screenshot this. Just purchase the course in the ebook. You should already have it. It's instantly. You should have received an email that says, hey, we just granted you access. Here's your login information. Should be a link there. All right. Uh, three more seconds to screenshot this board. Three, two, one. Zero, negative one, negative two. All right. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Kamama. Yeah, you should re receive it instantly. Thank you. Do you do one-to-one? -one? You're talking about a call? Yes. You got to go to my profile to schedule one. Do what you got to do, Edwin. Just make an irrevocable decision. Listen, guys, I don't care if you become a client of mine. Just make an irrevocable decision to live the life you want to live. That's the name of the game. Where do beginners start? You make an irrevocable decision. That's where you start. Am I able and am I willing to do whatever it takes to live the life that I want? Am I willing to wait? Am I willing to not receive any validation for the long ex extended period of time for me, to, for me to end up in the end living the life that I want? Am I willing to do something like that? Most people, the answer is no. They want it yesterday. That's why they don't get it. They want it, too, they, they want it so bad, uh, they push it away. Because, see, if you had what you wanted, you wouldn't feel that way. You wouldn't feel desperate about it. It would just feel natural. 
I don't know what you want me to repeat. So my apologies on that. Uh, I can moderate. Carmen. How do I? All right. I'm going to follow you, Carmen. That way we're friends. Uh, just send me a DM. All my comments kind of, it pushed me all the way down. So now I got to go all the way back up. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> uh, the blackish brown, I'm going to follow you. Send me a DM, please. What if your fear is genetic? Listen. Let's look at this. I'm going to have to rewrite it here, so. Okay. His question is, what if fear is genetic? So the question already tells me you don't understand fear. So allow me to give you that understanding. The way we're going to help you understand is using the stick person concept. This is what Bob Proctor uses to teach the power of the mind and how, to, how we get what we want in our life. So let's look at it. This big circle is your mind. And the small circle is your body. Your mind, generally speaking, has two parts. One, two. One is... Your conscious mind, number two would be your subconscious mind. What is the difference? You think with your conscious mind, you feel with your subconscious mind. Small circle is your body. Which is the actions you take, which is controlled by your feelings, leads to the results you're getting. So when you say your fear is genetic, Let's understand where fear comes from. There's a universal law called the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything that also applies to us. When a person starts to think negatively, it's because they're operating from a place of ignorance. They don't know what they don't know. A person who thinks positively, they're operating from a place of having the right information. You guys see the difference? Because you're operating with ignorance, 
you consciously start to have thoughts of doubt and worry. Doubt and worry. In the emotional part of your mind is where fear is located. You see, through the repetition of doubting and worrying about whatever it is you're ignorant about, you're going to set up the feeling in your subconscious mind called fear. This is why I was telling you guys the story of my sister. Because fear leads to anxiety, leads to depression, leads to disease. You guys see that? Disintegration. All from a place of ignorance. The cause of your fear is ignorance. So what should you be doing? You've got to go get the right information, start studying that information so you can understand. That's the opposite of doubt and worry, understanding. Law of polarity, there's an opposite to everything. Ignorance, knowledge, opposite. Doubt and worry, understanding, opposite. Understanding's in your conscious mind. Through understanding, you will set up the emotion in your subconscious mind. Call faith. Faith is the opposite of fear. They both require you to do the same thing. Believe in something you can't see. So what does this mean? It means that in life, you're always going to experience fear because every time you step outside your comfort zone, you're operating with ignorance. You've never done it before. When you step outside your comfort zone, you're going to experience all of this. But it's with understanding that you know this is going to happen, but I just got to keep moving forward. Whew. So listen. Listen. How do we overcome fear in our lives? It's with understanding. It's with understanding. That's how we do it. We will always have fear if we're stepping outside our comfort zone. If we are growing, we will experience fear. That damn scale. Love it. You do it. It's just a decision. That's it. That's it. What if I really feel so tired? You're probably in a state of depression. Listen, you're probably in a state of depression. You're operating with ignorance. You're not going and getting the right information. You're not exposing yourself to positive information enough. 
you're probably doing stuff you don't want to do. You're probably living a life that you don't love. You got to change that. Yes, you can. You can rewire how you talk to yourself. Absolutely. It sure is a construct. I need a mentor, but I have no money. Okay. How are you watching me on TikTok then? If you have no money, how are you on TikTok? How do you have a phone? The real question is, what are you going to do about it then? Are you going to go get the money? It's a great question, right? Are you going to get the money? People always use, well, I don't have the money. Then do something about it. Go get a job. RJL, how do I respond to you on YouTube here? It doesn't let me, so I'll just put it. You will receive it instantly in your email. A link to join the dashboard, I guess, where it is located. If you guys are telling yourself you don't have the money, stop it and start saying, what am I doing about it? Yes, this will be saved for later. I appreciate you joining me on TikTok and YouTube. Mickey, I believe that's your name, right? Do you have issues with dopamine overstimulation in the beginning or now sometimes if you research? Um, no. I guess the only thing I could tell you is I would keep everything as simple as possible. I wouldn't be trying to do 80 different things. I remember I was talking to this gentleman. He was, I mean, he had multiple vision boards. He had different goals. He had, he was doing yoga. He had like 50 different affirmations. And I'm like, dude, you just need to do one thing at a time here. You're doing way too much. Again, reading a thousand books, in my opinion, one time won't necessarily get you the success you're looking for. Reading one book a thousand times will. Yep, Think and Grow Rich. That is the book. What's the name of the book? Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah, I got the I got it from this brand, you know. I know other people have the other stuff. Um I also have the the book that this came from, which is The Law of Success. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about getting what we want in our life. It starts with making an irrevocable decision. 
irrevocable decision is a final decision. There is no going back. That you're able and willing to do whatever it takes. That you follow a plan. And step one of that plan is getting clear on your purpose in life. We've been referencing the book Think and Grow Rich as it pertains to making a decision and also understanding how to get an idea into your subconscious mind through the principle of auto-suggestion and what I simply call emotional repetition. What if you live in a toxic family and you can't move out of the house and you feel like they have a big part of not getting where you want to be in life? Well, I think my first question to you, Lily, is how old are you? If you're still watching, how old are you? Because obviously if you're under the age of 18, well... Uh, it's their house, their rules, but that doesn't mean you need to allow them to control how you think. As a man, think it is a great book to challenge your thought process. Yep, absolutely. I just recommend if you're going to get the book, don't read it one time, like read it a hundred times. Yep, you can rewatch this live on my YouTube. The link is in my profile. That's what, again, that's what people don't get is they get the book and they read it one time, three times. That's not enough. Can I be a, absolutely, baby, you could be a moderator. <laughs> That's my wife, guys, in this chat. Love of Earthco. Yeah, T-Man PVO. Send me a DM. Talon Thomas. BS psychology student and need this. LMAO. Laughing my ass off. Listen, guys, I have clients who are a therapist. Did you hear what I said? There are other coaches like me who became consultants of Bob Proctor who were also therapists. This is they don't learn this. It's it's really sad, actually. But everything happens for a reason. Who told you that some aren't aware? I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, people are ignorant. What do you mean? People don't know what they don't know. You fix your nervous system first. How do you fix your nervous system? You fix what you're thinking about. That's why I was laying this out. It's your mind that controls your body. 
The mind controls the body. You guys might want to screenshot this, by the way. I want to change, but I have a lot of bad habits. Why do you have to say, but just remove the word, but and anything after and just say, I'm going to change. Yeah, people always had the money when they want something. They'll always find the money. If you want to connect with me, you got to book a call life out of call. It's in my profile. I already, I already answered the question about fears. You want to hold yourself accountable. You got to make an irrevocable decision. And then you need to get a mentor that will hold you accountable. I think what he was saying about the dopamine might be related to ADHD. Listen, it's all related to one word and one word only ignorance. I thought I had ADHD because I was ignorant on the way that the mind works. You've got ADHD when you're, when you're not living with the purpose. You don't have a clear goal. You don't know how to think for yourself. You have something called a higher faculty. Uh, you have higher faculties, and one of them is called will. It's your ability to focus, which is the opposite of ADHD. Yeah. Now, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, that's an amazing book. Just keep reading it. Yeah, she's a psychotherapist. Exactly. That is correct. She is. Um, for making excuses. Is another good book for those making excuses. Am I saying ADHD doesn't exist? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying people are ignorant on what actually causes it. And people think medication is the only solution to it, and it's not. Listen, I was given Ritalin when I was a kid. It's not, okay? I don't have ADHD issues today. Why? Because I got an understanding of what, the way that the, the mind works. Also, in uh, what I also did is I changed my diet. What I'm saying is there is no magic pill. What happens is people allow ADHD to become their identity. They accept this is who I am for the rest of their lives and it doesn't have to be that way. See, everything, again, this is why he's saying it right here. Did you try tackling your beliefs? That, again, we're, look, guys, we're looking at it right here. Your mind controls your body. 
your brain is the electronic switching station between the non-physical part of you, which is your mind, and your body. This is why we're able to heal ourselves, people. People walk into the hospital, they have stage four cancer, and they're told, you're finished. Then what happens? They live the rest of their lives. That has nothing to do with medication. That has everything to do with a belief. Plant-based diet is the way to go. Stay away from processed foods. Stay away from sugar. Don't drink sodas. I, I mean, I this could be a whole nother live for the next three hours on food. But I'm going to tell you right now. If you could just make 80% of your diet fruits and vegetables, uh, you'll see a change. But listen, that's one piece to the puzzle, okay? You change your diet. You get clear on your purpose in life. You set clear goals. You alter your environment, the way that you're living. You surround yourself with the right mentors. You have to expose yourself to different ways of living. What book do you recommend for mindset? Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay. ADHD isn't the inability to focus. I understand that. I had ADHD, okay? I used to hyper-focus. I used to focus so hard that I would lose track of time and not get things done that needed to get done. Why? Because I was not living my purpose in life. I was not doing what I love to do. You guys must understand this. It's your mind that controls the body. When you fall in love with an idea, that emotional love will change anything that is happening within your body and it will change you. Clean water does. I totally agree with you. I'm not saying athletes should be or they must be on a plant-based diet, but I think they should definitely entertain the idea. I mean, there's an amazing documentary on it called The Game Changers on Netflix. But listen, it doesn't matter what I say. If someone believes that eating plant-based diet isn't going to work for them, it won't work for them. If somebody believes that they will, that it will work for them, it will. Listen. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Listen, everybody. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. I don't get in the business of convincing anybody of anything. Okay? I don't. You either believe it or you don't. This guy eats hot dogs. Who eats hot dogs? Who 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 are you talking about, Stevenson three six nine? 
I'm reading from Think and Grow Rich. No, people have time to read, think, and grow rich. They've got the time. They just, they, they just don't make a decision. Yeah, see, it, it all comes down to a, a belief. All right. So this guy eats hot dogs. Well, here's your hot dog for you. There you go, buddy. There's your hot dog. Go enjoy it. You guys leave these ignorant comments, but then I go to your profile and you're trying to promote positivity. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Let's see here. Uh, all right, guys, I got to wrap it up. We, we got to stop here. I appreciate every one of you guys. Again, for the people on YouTube saying goodbye, thank you. Make sure you guys hit the link below if you want to work with me, if you want to take the next steps.